Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are reviewing the last Christmas movie for this year. It is the last one uh, for us, and uh, it's been it's been a season. It has been a, a Christmas season for us. Yeah, we've ha- we have had a great season, uh, and you know I think we did did pretty well. Uh, you know, obviously we could not review all of them, but I had fun doing my other little mini written reviews mm-hmm. for for as many as we could. But we had a great lineup of movies this year we really did some of the best yeah i mean they they seem to keep getting better and better um each each year that we've been doing this and that's that's awesome to see that's what you want to see and you know i think we had some that even might be in our top 10 maybe even top five of all time so it was it was a season to remember it definitely was and today our last movie that we're going to review from countdown to christmas is the Holiday Sitter. Mm. This was a historical movie for Hallmark. It really was. This was the first movie for Hallmark where we had two uh, same-sex leads, which is absolutely wonderful to see representation. You guys know that we're all about that here. And with that said, let's go ahead and find out what you thought of this movie. So, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. Is this movie one that you would watch again, sit down all snuggly-wuggly? Oh. I know. Or is this one that you maybe have on in the background while you're hanging up New Year's Eve decorations? Or, there's another one, or (laughs) is this one, you know, maybe you don't ever want to watch again. Maybe you're just too busy with those decorations. Maybe you're too busy chilling that champagne. No. How does this sit for you? (laughs) Your options just get better and better. Uh, I like the snuggly wuggly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, So I think I'm going to go with that option. And I will get snuggly wuggly, and I would watch this one again. I thought this one was so cute and so sweet. And yes, all about the inclusivity. And I, you know, really enjoyed the two leads. Jonathan Bennett is always fun uh, to watch. And yeah, it just was really heartfelt. It made me smile. It gave me, you know, Christmas feels. And yeah, I I would watch this one again. What about you? Well, here's the thing, right? So yes, this is a very historic movie. And so I think making this movie, I'm sure there was a lot of pressure to do this right. And as a viewer, I wanted this one to be good. And I'm happy to say that this is one that I would definitely watch again as well. Uh, I mean, it hit all the right notes. And technically speaking, we'll get into that. This was just a slice of cake in terms of technical. It was just really delicious and um, fun to watch. And there was actually like some funny moments. We were even talking about it the other day, the um, like the cross symbol they were doing. And it just it just made us chuckle, you know, like so there's oh, a the lot sign of the cross. Yeah, there's, yeah. Like, there's a lot of like fun, cute little moments here. And the romance was there, I'm sure, because I felt some romance. Uh, and the technicals on the spot. So yes, this is one I would definitely watch again. Yeah, I, you're exactly right that it was like we wanted this one to be good, you know. So I am very happy to say that it was a joy. And a joy, yeah, that's a good that's a good way to describe it. So now that we know that we enjoyed this one, let me give you my sweet sweet plot summary 
the sweetest, the sweetest of plot summaries <laughs> to, to finalize my- the year. I mean, this is really the last day of the year. Uh, yes, we are recording this on, I was trying to say Christmas Eve. <laughs> I am so <laughs> lost in my days. <laughs> on New Year's Eve. So this will be my last plot summary of the year. Hope it's a good one. Hope it's a good one to end the year. No Ooh. pressure. No pressure no at all. No pressure. But there's a little bit of pressure. I'm feeling a, a little pressure here. Sam is a bachelor and has lived his life as such for many years, keeping family at a distance until he's needed to babysit his niece and nephew right before Christmas. Reluctantly, he agrees and meets his sister's neighbor, Jason, who so happens to be great with kids and looking to adopt one of his own. Sam enlists Jason to help him with the kids until his sister and brother-in-law return. His time spent with Jason and the kids opens his heart to a life he never thought he could have, a life of Christmases with family and the love that feels like home. Ooh. Oh, man. I mean, Hallmark, if you're listening, <laughs> hire this woman. I mean, these plot summaries are amazing. Are amazing. Wonderful. Way to, way to finish off uh, going on on a, on a big, big hit there to, to cap things off. I know. I was getting a little emotional just reading it. It was... I- I was proud of that one. <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and talk about our two main leads. Uh, you've already mentioned one of them. Yes, Jonathan Bennett, who plays Sam, and he he's just really fun to watch. Um, I love, he's one of those actors that commits. You know, we talk about that on the podcast, the ones that really commit. And, you know, he loves to do the physical comedy and everything. Um, and this one had a lot of comedy. Uh, and this movie was sort of his, was sort of his brainchild, I believe. Um, I know that he had come to Hallmark and was like, he, that he basically wanted to make Uncle Buck, but gay and on Hallmark. And so I don't, I've actually never seen Uncle Buck. Oh man, if I, if I had known that, I don't know if we would have made it past the first date. I mean, it's really my fault for not asking the question if you've (laughs) ever seen Uncle Buck, so... Uh, it's a classic movie. It is really a classic movie. Well, you having seen Uncle Buck, did you f- see the similarities? Now that you mention it, yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, it's like an uncle. Yeah. And, you know, I guess he wasn't great with kids or, you know. It's Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. So I'm very excited that he got to, that this movie was made and and that it turned out so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have George Crissa who plays Jason and George is new to Hallmark Mm. and uh I I really enjoyed him I loved him yeah yeah he was fantastic and I loved Sam and Jason together I just I thought they had excellent chemistry and he was really funny as well and just them together like playing off each other it was it was perfect yeah it really was great great job I hope to see uh more of him in the future hopefully Yes, I think he is a fine addition to the Hallmark family. So let's get into that meet cute. We have a, a bona fide classic, classic meet cute. The the fall back into the arms meet cute. Yes, we haven't seen one of these in, in a hot minute. <laughs> this one was this one was very silly. Uh, Jonathan Bennett is very expressive uh, in certain scenes. And this was one of those. He was doing like full on, I don't, was it like slapstick type comedy, would you call it? That is that is a type of comedy, yeah. That is a type of comedy. Yeah, I'd probably call it a little slapsticky. 
But yes, so he almost falls, and then here comes Jason, this mysterious man he hasn't met. Uh, He just is there, right, at the perfect moment to catch him. And... You know, Sam's like stumbling all over his words and it's 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 very sweet. It's very cute. It's very cute. It's what you want. It's what you want. You want something a little silly, at least for me. You want it a little silly and super cute and they, they nailed it for this. Yes, it was very much like the perfect, like stereotypical meet cute. Um, and I had also heard that Jonathan Bennett wanted it to have like all of the the tropes, the tropes, yeah. all of the tropes in here. Um, so we definitely got that. And it was very cute. Mm hmm. Uh, the one thing, so before, uh, one thing I will say that kind of bothered me, and if there are any doctors out there, please let me know. Sam goes on a on date in the very beginning of the film, and his date introduces himself as doctor. Do you do you do that on a first date? Like if I, I mean, do doctors out there, do they do that? I don't know why you're looking at me. I've never been on a date with a doctor, and I myself am not a doctor, so I don't. I'm, I'm, I mean, it, I just want to know. I just want to know. So any doctors out there, if you've ever been on a date, please let me know if you introduce yourself as doctor. <laughs> so technically speaking, one of the cool things they did with this, which I, I really liked, is they did like a split screen phone call uh, in the beginning. I mm. thought that was really neat. Um, what, what did you feel about that? What a neat little, you know. I enjoyed the split screen. I, I made a mental note of it that, uh, that I felt like it was, it was something a little different. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, you know, we talk about this a lot. Well, I talk about this a lot because it bothers the heck out of me. I hate phone calls. I think cell phones have ruined movies in a lot of ways because it takes off that that connection between people because you can just have them talk on the phone. And so doing this split screen actually kind of remedied some of the, the issues that I have with it. So I was really happy to see that kind of technique used, and I thought it worked really well. So as far as romance goes, I mentioned it earlier, these two had excellent chemistry and it was like, it felt so genuine. And these are my favorite movies when, you know, you can feel the the nervousness and like mm-hmm. the new feelings of a, you know, if you have like a crush on someone, mm-hmm. like definitely was feeling this. I loved the looks that they were giving, especially George Crissa did this so beautifully in this movie was just like the the looks that he that he would give uh, that Jason would give to Sam some of the cutest moments and one that's like springing to mind is uh, when Sam is or when Jason mentions his shoes or what type of shoes oh, that yeah. he has the Rossini loafers which the, I don't know what those are. It sounds fancy. It Whatever does they sound are. fancy. They, they could be made up and I wouldn't know. Well, it Sam, fancy Sam is fancy. He's a fancy <laughs> man. And he has nice things. So I'm assuming, yes, Rossini loafers are very, I'm assuming they're very expensive. And so Jason name drops them. And so Sam is surprised. Like, what do you know about Rossini loafers? And then he just gives him this look. Mm. And then Sam is just kind of like shocked and, you know, just like flirty moments like that. Well, cause it really, I think he realized that is he, is he flirting with me? Are we flirting? And that just sort of that little light bulb, you could see it on, on his face. That was, it was a great scene. Yeah, it really, it, it was funny. And one of one of my favorite scenes, though, also was I'm going to say this a lot throughout this podcast. One of my favorite scenes, because uh, there were many, was when they are going over the itinerary. Yes. When Sam first gets there and his sister has left him, this super intense like 
like every second of the day is documented and like what he needs to do but it's just it's a great way to show how little Sam knows about children and about how to care for them but it was also very funny to have Jason like realize like oh wow like (laughs) your sister really needs to have this like step by step for you and I don't know that scene just really made me laugh yeah I mean he the man almost burned down the house I mean come on that's that's crazy and the great thing about that scene though that the burning the house down scene is that we see Sam with a mustache and my goodness where did that mustache go we need that mustache back sam why why get rid of that thing it was beautiful yeah he did uh actually it actually worked for him i, know. I, I didn't hate it i i loved it i loved it so, i know you did mustache sam is the, is the way to be uh real quick on technical though you know i, I kind of mentioned before i thought this the technical aspects of this film were absolutely a, a delight uh, we actually have some beautiful three-quarter lighting. You know, they were really good. They didn't overfill the face, and so they actually kept a lot of shadows on the face, which gives a lot of depth um, to, or gives a lot of contour uh, to people's faces. It makes it seem, you know, three-dimensional instead of flat. And they actually used a lot of natural light, too. And I'm a huge, huge fan of natural light, guys. So we had a lot of open windows, natural light on their faces. It was just done really well. I, I actually have, I don't think I have any, like, hard notes on lighting, so... Very well done. Wow. I found it to be nice. Also, very bright, which yep. I was thinking was high key. So in my mind, I was like, oh, he's not going to enjoy this lighting. But you're saying that it was natural lighting. Well, so, I mean, high key basically means where you're just kind of flooding the scene, right? And the reason why you do high key is because it lead it lends itself to, to comedy, some people think. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. But... Uh, and also it's easy to do, right? So you go into a scene and you essentially flood the scene with light and you're not worried about shaping it. And it makes things a lot easier to do. This seemed very purposeful. They were shaping light. They were trying to create depth. Um, and it was just done really well. Yeah. The one note that I will say for this movie that I wasn't, that it wasn't my favorite was the set design for the house. Um, I got all of the Christmas feels of like outside when they would you know, mm-hmm. go do activities and like um, with like the trees and the bokeh and everything outdoors. But for some reason, the indoor, like the house to me didn't feel too modern, right? Felt a little Maybe mod. it was like, and I'm, and this is just me personally. I may have mentioned on the podcast. I'm not a fan of like blue for like a blue Ooh. Christmas. As soon as I saw those ornaments, I was like, oh no, <laughs> Stephanie's going to hate this. The silvery I blue. Like tr- I like traditional. I like my red and green. <laughs> Um, so the whole house was just like blue. Uh, and so I didn't, it wasn't my favorite set design, but there is a really amazing scene and that we'll talk about, um, that does include the Christmas tree. And I did, I had to get over my, you know, disdain for blue, um, blue decorations, but that's that's my one thing that I didn't love was the the set design of the home. Oh, yeah, I mean it's it's tough because they've done a few of these films this year in like these uh, townhome kind of things, uh, and I, I don't I don't know I'm kind of with you I I'm kind of prefer the the more traditional you know suburban neighborhood kind of feels, um, but I thought they did a good job of it in terms of Christmas feels inside. Um, and trying to make the the set feel a little bit more Christmassy, even though there was just a ton of silver and blue. Yeah, and it also, to me, it didn't, it almost felt more like stage. Like, it didn't feel homey, like a place that kids would live, which these are the kids' home. But, you know, maybe they just keep everything really clean and 
you know, uncle's coming perfect. over. You got to You got to get that house clean. You got to wipe those baseboards down. Um, uh, I, you know, one of the things too that, you know, I'll, I'll speak to this. One of the things I, I kind of really connected with was, you know, Sam as this uncle who is just not present. And, and I hate to say it, but I'm not, I'm not a great uncle. And I really, I mean, I kind of resonated with that. You know, my, my nieces and nephews are like two hours away from me and I, I rarely see them. I rarely see them. And so for me, kind of watching Sam's journey just really hit me right in the feels and, and made me kind of want to be a, a better uncle after watching this. Wow, that's really touching. Um, but I will say the difference between you and Sam. You may not be physically present there, but when you are with them, you are 100% way better at taking care of children than Sam was in the beginning. I did. I did um, do a, a summer Manny uh, back in the day and I made some good, my, some good, I made a great ham sandwich. My, my nephew actually still talked about that ham sandwich. I made him. It was, I don't know what I did, but he loved it. You do make a great Sammy. So I, I didn't, I didn't burn it on the kitchen. So we need to talk about one of my favorite things or, or supporting cast members that show up who I adore and I did not know that this particular oh, person yes. was in this movie and every time he pops up on my screen and I'm unaware that you know he's going to be in it it just joy jo just radiating joy and that is the likes of Mr. Maddie Finocchio mm. uh, who plays Jason's one of Jason's brothers and this was a nice like change of pace for him because yeah. he's usually like the funny guy, you know, relief. more con yeah. yeah. Um, but this this role for him had a little bit more heart. Mm -hmm. There was some a little darkness, you know. He some had some depth. stuff, some depth. He has some going on for him. And so he played Peter, and you know, he's like a single da divorced dad. Um, and the holidays are hard for him, but he's also that sort of like cornerstone for yeah. Jason that Jason feels like, you know, he can go, go to him and he gives him a lot of great advice throughout the movie. And so I loved that he was in this movie one and two, I loved his and Jason's relationship. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I totally agree. I don't know when this man is going to get a lead. I, I, maybe he doesn't want one, but I want him as a lead. <laughs> I, I want to watch that movie. Like he is just so good in everything he does. And you're right. Whenever he's on screen and we didn't know he was going to be in a movie, it's just, it's such a surprise and a delight. So very happy to see that. I'm glad you, glad you brought that up. Of one course. Of, one of the things though that I wasn't happy to see was, was font guys. I mean, not only did we have this weird kind of title font, but that, that font permeated throughout the film with, you know, kind of telling us how many days until Christmas and, uh, oh man, I just, I don't know. I don't, y'all need to just hire a graphic designer to do some font changes. Do not just pick these out yourselves. It, it kills me inside. It kills me inside. It almost looked like a, a Fortnite, you know, font. I was not happy to see. It reminded me of like full house. Maybe, maybe like Fortnite meets full house or something. Um, I was just, but I did when I knew that he was trying to do uncle buck, it's not exactly the same font as uncle buck. But when I looked up like the poster for uncle buck, it is, it's kind of like a cousin to the same Uncle Buck font. But so even maybe like, that's what they were going for. But even like the color blue, it almost blended into the background. Just they, it needed like a designer's touch on that. And I was not I was not happy with that. That was my big criticism of the film. And if that's really the only big criticism, then, you know, that's a good one. Yeah, I think they're doing OK. Uh, I knew you weren't a fan of the font. It wasn't my favorite either. But when I thought, oh, well, maybe they're trying to do like an Uncle Buckish type of font. I, I was OK with it. 
other supporting cast members I do have to mention were are his sister and brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I thought they were fantastic. Yes. I loved the sister. Sister was so good. Kathleen. She so was good. she was played by Chelsea Hobbs. And uh, the brother-in-law was uh, Nate, who was played by Matthew James Dowden, who we see in countless Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. And he's always wonderful to see. And I loved him in this role. Um, the Nate and Kathleen relationship, they weren't, you know, very prominent in the movie, but the scenes that they were in they felt very memorable and um, especially, you know, because they're going to adopt uh, a little baby right before Christmas. It comes early. And so that's where they have to leave, obviously. But the scene where they are holding the baby for the first time after she's been born and oh my gosh, like it made me teary. Like that scene felt so genuine. Um, so bravo to those two um, for the scenes that they were in. It, they were excellent. Yeah. And, you know, we, we talk about this, how I feel like it's hard to establish, you know, best friend relationship or brother sister relationship. And I, and I got that relationship between them. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was really nice to see that. Yeah, um, the Kathleen and Sam relationship too. Their scenes were wonderful together, and like you said, I did. I felt that. I felt like they were brother and sister, and that you could just feel that history there. So one of the things that I, I really liked in this was the Christmas tree walk. Um, I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, you know, we're kind of outside now, and uh, it was lit so well, guys. I mean, th- this scene was just absolutely wonderful. We have beautiful rim light not too intense just where it needs to be along the hairline there yellow on one side blue on the other i mean the blue in the shadow yellow on the light side it just i can't get over how well this scene was lit and how well this scene was shot and on top of that we know we have the funny scene with where they're uh where they're doing the sign of the cross as a family and just i i love this scene yeah, I loved that scene too. And that was another, it was a wonderful scene with Jason and Sam where they have this incredible conversation where they're opening up to each other. And this is when Sam finds out that Jason wants to adopt a child. And he's just very honest in his journey and where he's just talking about, you know, that he's not going to wait anymore and this is what he wants. And um, yeah, they just really open up to each other. And I just, I think it was a beautiful scene technically and romantically. Yeah. And I think that was actually when he had that great line, um, where Sam's kind of talking about how he doesn't do the second dates. And Jason says, maybe it's easy to find a reason to run if it's hard to find a reason to stay. And I'm kind of ad living there, but I love that. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it was great. It's like, no, it's not Sam. It's not your fault is that you're dating these people that introduce themselves as doctor on the first date. Like, who does that? You know, you need someone better. You need someone like me. So a great line uh, in this film. Yeah, writing was wonderful. Uh, The teleplay was written by Tracy Andreen, who's written countless Hallmark movies. Uh, She is wonderful. And uh, Greg Baldwin also um, had a hand in the teleplay, as well as the story uh, along with Jonathan Bennett. So Jonathan did, he like, you know, ha- had the story. Um, and then Tracy, you know, wrote the the script beautifully. Do you, so. do you think he, he wrote the line, uh, stop trying to make fetch happen? Uh, because that was beautiful. Such a great callback. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad they had that in there. I'm not sure who is responsible for that, but thank you. Uh, and I really love the aspect of, you know, the whole movie is Sam trying to reconnect with his family and getting to see that journey of 
from the beginning to the end of how, you know, his niece and nephew start seeing him, you know, differently. He starts seeing them differently. It's like, oh, wow, I can do this and I can Mm -hmm. be a good uncle. And, you know, I think they all did a wonderful job. And yeah, the kids that played his niece and nephew were also great. Um, They were played by Everett Andrus, who was Miles, and Mila Morgan, who played Danya. And yeah, I loved they they had a lot of funny moments. Um, yeah, as when well. she's waiting for those pancakes and like puts <laughs> her head down and just sighing and just oh man, it yeah, it was it was cool to see. Yeah, but I loved I loved seeing that relationship blossom and grow. And you know, we had some really touching moments. Um, you know, when Danya makes the stocking for Sam, like oh my oh, heart, oh man, yeah, you you know you know I wasn't expecting to get a little little moist there, but I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> a little moist um but back to a little more romance uh we're gonna talk about my favorite scene in this movie I, I don't know what it is i, I was don't? trying to think no i don't know what it is oh uh, well there's there's so many good little scenes here like what what is it so jason and sam are in the house the kids have gone to bed and oh, jason yeah. tells him about this like tradition oh, man. or no yeah no sam, sam tells him about the tradition. sam tells jason a, earlier about this tradition where they would take all of the lights out in the house and just leave the Christmas tree on Mm. like the Christmas lights. And I mean, that's how we live during Christmas. We don't really have any like overhead lights. So it's all about the Christmas tree and it's just, I mean, it's so magical. So, um, but yeah, so the tradition was that they would take all the lights out and they would sing silent night. So Jason takes all the lights out and then he's like starts humming silent night and i'm just like oh my gosh this is so sweet and then we get a handhold oh an intimate an intimate handhold and, and then of course it's like an almost kiss i really wish we would have had the kiss but you have here. to you have to have the, the we had to have the trope, trope. You i had know to have the trope we, we had, had to have it. So we definitely got it. But it just made me very emotional. Sam's eyes like looked misty, like they were watering. Like he felt that moment. I felt that moment. And like it just felt really important for, for both of their characters. But Sam really is starting to feel like, wow, this guy is something else. Like he is really thoughtful and really caring and, you know, I could be with someone like this. Mm. And so that scene was just it was just beautiful, even though they were looking at the the blue, <laughs> the blue decorations on the tree. It was still a beautiful, beautiful. Just moment. imagine how good that scene would have been if it was traditional, uh, multicolored greens and reds. Yeah, oh man! And you know, here we we generally like to talk about the conflict or what I like to call the stupid conflict that happens. Um, I actually didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate this conflict. It felt natural it felt like what was supposed to happen um and even on the resolution of it you know jason says that he was being too sensitive he admits to being too sensitive uh when you know sam kind of hands him the check and uh i was fine with it 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 felt natural and it it added a little bit of um i I don't know a little bit of uh spice but like bad spice to it i I don't know how to say this Uh, i will say though i hate in movies when they don't tell you the price of something how much was sam paying him to to help co nanny like I hate when they they don't they don't tell me like how much was it I want to know yeah we know Sam was wealthy so I'm I'm thinking it was a considerable amount of money like ten dollars twenty what do you think 
fifty dollars? I was thinking like a hundred. <laughs> uh, but that, that was Thousand. my only complaint. Oh my gosh, that was my only complaint. Is I wish they would have said something about the money. Um, sure, but no, I thought it was a very realistic, you know, conflict because Jason's like, oh. But to me, it made sense. Like, Sam is that guy. He would pay him because he's like, to him, he's like, well, I told you I was going to pay you. So why would I not pay you? And it was helping him for the lawyer fees, you know? Yeah. And so, and so it, yeah. Jason, you know, he did, he was, he took it as like, oh, that's all this was. And Sam is just so confused. Um, but yeah, I didn't hate this conflict. No. And so, yeah, good job on conflict, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. Take note, everyone else whose conflict drives me crazy. Take note. <laughs> But I do want to talk a little bit about about Jonathan Bennett's performance in this movie. Yes, there was a lot of comedy, which he can do very well. But there is a scene at the end that just wrecked me. <laughs> and that is when he is having the conversation with his sister. And this is one of the most, to me, genuine conversations we've had in a Hallmark movie. And... It was such an emotional scene, and Jonathan performed it brilliantly. And, you know, he's talking to Kathleen about about being scared, you know, about opening up to Jason, about having this a chance to be in a relationship with him and how he's talking about, you know, why he's always stayed distant was because he never thought he, I'm getting emotional talking about, he never thought he could have a chance at a life like he wanted. Yeah. And it was just, it was just amazing. And I was just like, wow, like give him all of the awards. That scene was just, I mean, it was definitely one of my favorite scenes in the movie, but one of my favorite scenes in a Hallmark movie ever. It was, it was just beautifully, beautifully done. It was it was an honest and open conversation, and just the vulnerability there was just staggering. And yeah, I, I agree. One of the, the top scenes. So you know, he comes to re- re- the realization that he's like, "This is this is my man. I'm going for him." And they both sort of realize it at the same time because Jason has a wonderful conversation with B- Peter, um, and. You know, I thought we were going to get like an airport moment because, you know, I love those. But they they were making it seem they were making it seem they didn't do it. So he shows up at the house and Jason is coming out to go find him at the airport because he thinks he's leaving to go to Hawaii. And Sam is like, no, that is the old me. And I'm here staying with my family because, you know. That's who he is now. That's who he is now. So he shows up at the house. And what do you know? We have a, 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 a callback, if you will, to the meet cute where they bump into each other again. And um, yeah, the speech was so romantic. I'm not going to butcher it, but just watch this movie and watch the speech at the end. Like it was it was everything you want in a in a rom-com, at least for me. Um, and we get a kiss. How, how did it rate? And I rated this kiss sparks. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was like capital letter sparks. <laughs> so well, there's a lot of hands. I saw some hands in this one. I love, the, I love the hands. <laughs> I love the hands. hands. It was giving hands. It was giving <laughs> sparks. It was wonderful. I loved it. Um, it was just a very sweet end to a very sweet movie. And yeah, all in all, this movie had so much heart and so much fun, like humor. It was 
yeah, it was everything that, mm-hmm. that you want in a rom-com, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, the movie was a lot of fun. We had some heartfelt moments. We had some funny moments. You know, very little notes from me, except for that font. Everything else was great. So, I mean, it's good to see when you have a movie like this with, you know, a, a really a historic movie for Hallmark to be so good was just awesome to see. And, I, you know, big shout out to the director as well for this. Yes, uh it's in my notes. Uh, we've been talking for, you know, about so much that we completely forgot to shout out Allie Liebert, who is one of our favorite Hallmark actors. Um, and she is now in this role of directing. She's done a few other ones before, but this one uh, was just incredible. She did an amazing job to pull these performances out of these actors mm-hmm. and to give us some of the most memorable scenes that we've had um, this year. So fantastic job to her, to all involved in this movie movie and yeah i think this was a great way to end our holiday season reviews for um for 2022 totally agree so thank you guys for coming along with this journey on us uh through the the christmas season we're looking forward to more content in the new year and as always guys thank you so much for your your rating your listening your your messages we love talking to y'all Yeah, it really has been a wonderful season getting to talk with you all about these movies, even the ones that we didn't, you know, review, but just this community is so special and we are so happy to be a part of it. So we're looking forward to the new year and we'll see you next time. See you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks.